Last week, we began our study through the spiritual discipline of Bible intake. The goal that I set before us as we begin this new year is to develop this and the other spiritual disciplines and to add them to our walk with God, to make them a habit of grace, to make them a part of our nature. Last week, we asked the question, why should we read God's Word? And I hope that from the life of Jesus and from what we read in Scripture about Scripture, that you would see and have a desire to read God's Word and you would see the value in it. This week, we're going to ask the question, how do you read God's Word? We want to talk about the methods to reading God's Word and in what ways we do so. And there are a few ways that we do this discipline. The most obvious is to read our Bibles. But I don't want to start there. I want to start out with the simplest way and then work towards the more complex and deeper ways that we practice this discipline. The first way that we practice Bible intake is through hearing the Word. I don't mean listening to an audio version of the Bible, although that is certainly a way in which we can intake God's Word, a way in which we can hear God's Word. But rather, by hearing the Word, I mean hearing the Word preached in a local church. This should not be the only place that we intake God's Word, or the only time that we hear God's Word. However, it is a very important time and place in which we do learn and read God's Word. I often like to make shameless plugs for dedicated regular church attendance, and this is a prime reason why. Because in church, at least biblically-based churches, you hear God's Word every week, multiple times a week. So I want to encourage you to make sure that first and foremost, that you are in a habit of regularly attending church. And in these times, that may be virtual if necessary. But by making that a habit, then we will at least be hearing God's Word regularly. The second way that we should practice Bible intake is through personal Bible reading. This, as I said earlier, is the most obvious way that we practice Bible intake. But it may be the most challenging I want to encourage you to regularly read the Bible on your own. And hear me out. As with any other spiritual discipline, we aren't going to change overnight. You aren't going to wake up tomorrow and develop a perfect reading plan that you follow to a T. But I want to encourage you to read and to just start somewhere and to begin to read God's Word on a regular basis. So here are a couple tips or strategies to reading God's Word regularly. First, make the time. If you think about reading God's Word as something that you will do in your free time, then there never will be the time to do it. There are so many other things that press us for our time that if we don't actually carve out time in our day to read God's Word, then we simply won't do it. Now, some people would teach, and teach strongly, that you need to do it in the morning. To get up early before anyone else, before there's any noise, before the kids are awake, and read God's Word. And I'm sure that is a great way to do it. And if it works for you, then more power to you. But I'm not going to say that's the only way to read God's Word. I'm not even going to say it's the best way to read God's Word, because not everyone functions that way. I certainly do not function that way. I am not an early bird. So reading in the morning isn't for me the most efficient time to read God's Word. I do best when I read at night before going to bed. But regardless of when, it's important that you carve out time in your busy schedule to read God's Word. So the second tip then is to have a plan. If you ask me, the most difficult part of starting this discipline is knowing where to begin. It's difficult to just pick up the Word 
and know where to start reading. So find a plan. I can remember as a as a child wanting to read the Bible and not knowing where to begin and thinking, do I just open the Bible and just read at random? And sure, there, there would be some benefit to that. That would be better than no reading at all. But I think we can be more efficient in our studying of God's Word if we read through the Bible in a particular way, if we have a plan and a strategy and a method in place in which we read and study His Word. And there are many, many resources online that give good Bible reading plans. There are several ways that you can read through the Bible in a year by only reading a few chapters a day. And there are quicker plans, there are slower plans, there are topical plans, and there are all kinds of Bible reading plans. And so I think it's helpful to have a particular Bible reading plan as you seek to read God's Word. The third tip, then, is to seek accountability. Try to find someone or a group of people that you know, that, that know you are reading the Bible, and send them a short summary of what you read and how God taught you something through that reading. Just something simple enough that they know that you read your Bible that day. And if you're married, this can be your spouse. This is a great person for this. But if not, then seek someone in your church. I doubt anyone would say, no, I don't want you to let me know that you read your Bible today. So find accountability. People aren't going to say no to that. It will, and it will help us discipline ourselves to read God's Word regularly if we know that there's someone out there that, that's waiting for us to send them a text or to shoot them an email and say, yeah, this is, this is what I read today and this is what God taught me through this passage. It'll keep us accountable to the things that we say that we're going to do. The third way that we practice Bible intake is through Bible study. You may be thinking, you just said that we should read the Bible. What's the difference? Well, as Donald Whitney puts it, the main difference between Bible reading and Bible study is pen and paper. So by saying that we should practice Bible intake through studying the scriptures instead of just reading and to use a, a pen and paper and to take notes as we read, is to say that we need to come to God's Word with a particular attitude. Because to study something admits that there is something that we have to learn from it. We don't just read it like we read a fictional book or the newspaper. We read it knowing that it has the power, as we learned last week, to change our lives and to make us more like Christ. I want to give you a couple methods for Bible study. And of course, no particular method is perfect, and there are many ways that we can read and study God's Word, and we can switch up methods as we read. But however we do it, we need to at some level be studying God's Word and not just reading over it as we would a book or the newspaper. One method is to simply write down all the questions and observations that stand out to you as you read a particular passage. There are even different ways to do this. One way is to use the ransom method. Ransom standing for read, ask, note, summarize, obey, and meditate. Read, ask, note, summarize, obey, and meditate. This is one of the many methods to studying God's Word. And if you're interested, I can get you some paperwork on this method. I've used it on and off in my own study. It's simply, you read God's Word, you ask questions, you take notes, you summarize it in your own words, you obey it, meaning you find ways to apply it to your own lives, and then finally, you meditate on that particular message. Another way that you can study God's Word is through character study. This is somewhat of a topical study in which you read through the life of a particular character and how they either obeyed or disobeyed God's Word, and how they serve as an, either an example or warning about faithfulness and godliness. 
For example, you could take Moses and read through his life, through Exodus, through Deuteronomy, and see how God used him, how he obeyed God, and how sometimes he disobeyed God, and many other components of his life. And studying that will give you a deeper understanding of God's word, of himself, uh, of sin, and of how God relates to us as people. And my mom has even led a small women's group through a study that studied the women of the Bible. So the possibilities of this type of study are uh, endless. And it may be a good way to break up another Bible reading plan so that you don't get bogged down with a particular study. Another option is to do word studies. This is to focus on a key word from a passage and to look up where else it is used in God's word. This will take you to other scriptures. And as you do that, you'll begin to see how the story of God's word works as a whole. There are book studies, which are like Sunday school lessons where you you work through a book and you read its commentary and you answer its questions to work through a particular topic or book of the Bible. And each of these ways has its own benefits. And I would encourage you to practice different methods as you study God's word. But studying in one of these ways allows us to maximize our time in God's word. The fourth way that we practice the discipline of Bible intake is to memorize God's word. So we hear it, we read it, we study it, and now we want to memorize God's word. Bible memorization is key to facing off spiritual disciplines or spiritual temptations. Psalm 119 verse 11 says, I've stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. Think about Jesus in the wilderness while he faced temptation. With each temptation, he quoted back to Satan a particular part of God's word. And that word gave him the strength to overcome any temptation. It was the way in which he countered the lies of Satan with the truth of God's word. So memorization strengthens our faith. It leads us away from sin. Also, it prepares us to share God's word with others. You can witness to unbelievers with truth from God's Word, and you can encourage believers who are struggling by using God's Word. So I encourage you to memorize Scripture, not just for your own sake, but for the sake of those around you, for the sake of potential people that you could witness to. And each person memorizes things differently. You may do better by saying it over and over again. This is the way in which I typically memorize things. As I say it over and over I may read the first verse, say it 10 times, then I add the second verse and say it 10 times, and I add the third verse and say it 10 times until it all becomes together. But regardless of how you do it, there is great reward in doing so. You may find that writing it or using pictures is better, but however you do it, I encourage you to do so, and you'll see benefits from it. The final way that we practice the spiritual discipline of Bible intake is through meditation. Now, you may hear the word meditation, and you may imagine a monk sitting with his legs crossed and hands out to his side with his thumb and his finger together. But what I mean by meditation is to reflect on God's Word. Once you have read God's Word, if we desire for it to change us and to strengthen us and to make us more like Christ, we have to think about it. So meditation, then, is the time that we take after having either heard God's Word or read God's Word or studied God's Word or memorized God's Word. And we take time to think deeply about the truths and the spiritual realities revealed to us in that passage. There are many ways and different times in our lives that we can do this. 
One helpful way to practice this is to take a key verse from your Bible reading or the verse that you have been memorizing for the week and meditate on it while you're driving or eating lunch or taking a break from work or any other downtime that you may have mentally where you, where you don't normally think about anything in particular. Take that time to meditate on God's Word. And as you meditate, because you're chewing on God's Word, because you're thinking about the things that He has said, you should expect to God to speak to you through that time, through that quiet time in which you reflect on the things that God has said in His Word. Another method to meditation is to pray through God's Word. As we read and pray, we ask that the Spirit would illuminate to us the spiritual realities of the text that we are reading and how they apply to our own lives. We can meditate on God's Word by pondering different illustrations that might apply to the text. We can meditate on God's Word by rewriting what we have read in our own words. And what's important with each of these methods is that we are taking God's Word and we're slowing down and we're chewing on it, so to speak, thinking on it, digesting it. And through that, God will begin to reveal in our lives ways in which we can better apply His words and way in which we can live more godly lives. That's the goal as we take on this discipline, to grow in godliness, in Christ's likeness. So I want to remind you as you practice this discipline to be prayerful as you practice it. To read and study God's Word every day takes a ton of devotion, and that's why it's called a discipline after all. So reach out to God in prayer and ask Him to strengthen you and to enlighten you as you read His Word. This is a request that God is surely to answer when we come to Him in faith. Next week, we will tackle the spiritual discipline of prayer. If Bible reading and study is how we intake God's Word, then prayer is the outflowing of God's Word back to Him. Thanks for listening, and I hope that you join me again next week as we further study and practice the spiritual disciplines. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Henderson Baptist Church. If you'd like more information about our church, you can visit us on Facebook or check out our website, hendersonbaptist.org.